A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses summoned all Israel and said to them, The Lord your God will raise raise up for you a prophet like me from among your people. You shall heed such a prophet. This is what you have requested of the Lord your God in Horeb on the day of the assembly when you said, If I hear the voice of the Lord my God any more or ever again see this great fire, I will die. Then the Lord replied to me, They are right in what they have said. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their own people. I will put my words on the mouths of the prophet, who shall speak to them everything that I have that I command. Anyone who does not heed the words that the prophet shall speak in my name, I myself will hold accountable. But any prophet who speaks in the name of other gods or who presumes to speak in my name a word that I have not commanded the prophet to speak, that prophet will die. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the people. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus and his disciples went into Capernaum, And when the Sabbath day came, he entered the synagogue and taught. They were astounded at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Just then there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. And the unclean spirit, convulsing him and crying with a loud voice, came out of him. They were all amazed, and they kept saying to one another, What is this, a new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. At once his fame began to spread throughout the surrounding region of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. You may be seated. Felt like we needed to be dancing the scroll around the church with with that song. So I guess you can probably you can probably guess which um, passage I'm going to start with, right? It's Paul's passage about food. Um, You've all heard me say the world always looks better over a plate of food, and we're about to have our annual meeting and start it with uh, with a meal. Paul is addressing the Corinthians, um, that that contentious group of people about their eating habits. We don't tend to think of our eating habits as having a whole lot to do with our Christianity. And that's exactly the problem with the Corinthians. They're sort of saying, what I eat affects only me. So why should it bother anyone else what I eat? Of course, in that day and age, the only way to get meat was to buy it at the temple. Um, They didn't kill animals unless they were sacrificed. And so to have meat meant to partake of a sacrifice. Not like us, where we can go down to the local grocery store and buy it wrapped in cellophane. They didn't have refrigerators. The animal had to be freshly killed. And so it was a sacrifice. And the Corinthians are saying, but we know better. None of those Greek gods have any real existence, so it's not really food sacrificed to a god. We can eat it. But if you lived in one of those Greek cities, it would have been impossible to do business unless you partook of the meals that happened at temples. The way, I mean, think about a rotary club these days. You've got to have lunch, right? 
um, all of the business guilds were conducted around a meal with meat, sacrificed to a Greek god. And Paul says, you may think it doesn't affect you, but there are people in the church who think that it does. How can you participate in this meal here, the meal that we sacrifice to Christ, and in that meal there, sacrifice to another god? People are going to think that you are an adherent of that other god, and so you've got a problem. Of course, for us, that's not how we set our identity anymore um, by participating in sacrifice. Although I would say that eating together is a good way of establishing the identity of the group. That's why the world always looks better over a plate of food. It's not just that our nutritional needs are met, but that plate assumes some kind of cultural recognizability. Here are friends gathered around. Um, which is why we start our annual meeting with a meal. Here are friends gathered around and why we have a meal here. For us, much more, it's money that structures our culture rather than meat. And just like Paul's community, we tend to hide relationships behind money. When I pay you for something, when I buy something from you, I've discharged my obligation to you. It doesn't matter to anyone else how I use my money. Paul, if he were alive today, would say, wait, it does. What you spend your money on may, in fact, affect someone else at church. So think very carefully about how you use your money. Mark and Deuteronomy are both about authority. Deuteronomy says the day will come when God will raise up a prophet who will speak, and you'd better listen to that prophet. And if you speak as a prophet in the name of some other God or a word that I haven't commanded, watch out. And then Mark shows up in Capernaum, first miracle in his gospel, and casts out a demon at the synagogue. As we go into annual meeting thinking about authority, thinking about the authority that we claim for the things that we do, we think, gosh, that's never going to happen to us. We're never going to cast out demons, right? That's, that's a bygone era. We don't believe in it. Think about the story in Mark's gospel of the most famous demon um, possession in Mark's gospel. Jesus has just finished crossing the lake. He comes into the region across the lake where there are some tombs, and the man named Legion, or the, de- the man with the demon named Legion, comes out and starts talking to Jesus. And Jesus asks the demon his name, and the demon says legion. Now, legion, of course, is the word for a division of the Roman army, about 2,000 soldiers. And Jesus casts that demon out into a herd of pigs nearby, 2,000 pigs, just the right number, who rush over the cliff into the sea. Now, any of Mark's readers would have been having a good chuckle at this point. Remember, after Pharaoh crossed the sea and his army drowned in the sea, here's Jesus crossing the sea and drowning Caesar's army in that most Roman of dirty animals, the pig. So the demon that's being cast out is the oppressive forces. We may not think that we have authority to cast out demon, but Jesus then sends out the twelve to do just that. He says, enter whatever town will take you, Stay in whatever house will keep you, eat what is put in front of you, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons, and proclaim that the kingdom has come. 
Yikes, tall order. What are we supposed to do? Notice, of course, that it happens around food. Eat whatever is put in front of you. All of those people who have been pushed out of table fellowship by the Roman occupation, either taxed off their land so that they don't have food, or declared unclean because they've participated with the Roman Empire, or for whatever reason, Jesus says, bring them back to table and tell them that the kingdom is here. That's what it means to cast out demons. That's what it means to claim authority. So at our annual meeting, you'll hear reports, and and I'm, I'm looking for a new name. I'm calling it the parish nurse ministry, but it's much bigger than the parish nurse ministry. It's not just that. It's, it's what we're doing here. We are bringing people from the isolation caused by old age and all of those other things, and you could name the demonic in that if you wanted to, into community at table. Um, people who are part of the, in, in the neighborhood have become part of the quilting group. They've become part of the shawl ministry. They've become part of the life of this congregation, even though they never come here on Sunday morning. We are bringing them to table, overcoming the forces that isolate them, and telling them that the kingdom is at hand. Wow, that is just so cool. So we may not think we have that kind of authority to cast out demons, but we do. Paul later calls those same Greek gods demons. It matters what table you eat at. And that gives us our identity, it gives us a sense of community, and it is in fact the way we proclaim the kingdom. Amen. Amen.